0: For the week of August 16th, 2020, this is Mojo Weekly, and I am John.
1: Do a barrel roll. I'm Joshua. <laughs> All
0: right, here's your news, suckers Woo! All right, uh... Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. <laughs> I feel like you're like, all right. Here, let's just we're gonna fucking, start with the shitty news, right? Let's away. just get this out. Uh, you know, is we've been talking about how like little reason there is to buy an Xbox Series X because you can play it on you know just about anything that's not an iOS device, right? Apparently, uh, now there's even less reason. Um, Microsoft. Uh, put out a statement that says our vision at Xbox and 343 Industries has always been to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever for our fans while balancing the team's well-being and to do that we will need some more time to finish the critical work necessary to launch Halo Infinite which will now come in 2021. We have plenty to keep you busy until Chief arrives. There will be thousands of games to play, spanning four generations. Well, I suppose if you're spanning four generations, that will be thousands of games. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the Series X launches globally this November, it's a little nugget, and and over 100 optimized for Xbox Series X titles, built to take advantage of our most powerful console, are planned for this year
1: yeah um yeah the hits keep coming microsoft is just flailing about it seems Mm. um man i don't know what to say and the thing about the ps5 and the xbox series x is they're both just pissing on each other waiting for the price (laughs) yeah so that i think they're waiting for
0: waiting for each other to blink
1: whenever sony announces theirs which will probably happen at some point um, well, I'm sure it'll happen soon. at some point. Of course it will. <laughs> I mean, it'll be the day of. No, um, but I have a feeling that Microsoft is going to try to undercut them by at least totally. $100. They better. Yeah, Otherwise, totally. they've got no shot at this. There's literally no exclusives. There's nothing. There's no reason. Yeah. There's so little going on in Microsoft's world right now. And now, I assume it's the uh, an Xbox 360-looking, barely HD-looking uh, Halo uh, special effects that they showed for that gameplay.
0: Wow, well, that's Pretty dark, man. It is pretty dark. Like the movie
1: Dark Man. <laughs> it's yes. pretty dark, man.
0: Yeah. No, so I mean I, I wasn't planning on buying one anyway, but uh at least not at launch. So this isn't and I me, I personally don't give a shit about Halo. Like I stopped caring about Halo about, I don't know, fifteen years ago. But there are a lot of fans out there still. So it's yeah. a bummer for them. But based on the footage that I saw that they showed off, it wasn't blowing my mind. Yeah so no yeah whatever and
1: that's good on them i guess because mm-hmm. at least then it gives them a chance to kind of correct some of the things that probably came out critically hey maybe this is like sonic the hedgehog the movie <laughs> maybe and maybe. then they'll fix all those things and they'll, make it just they'll fix the master chief's teeth i mean let's be honest sonic the hedgehog the movie was one of the most blockbuster films of 2020 <laughs> because it's one of the only films of 2020. That's right. So one of the hit, only that made it
0: to theaters. the theaters. All right, so this is something that I think you talked about in the last week or two, the Scott Pilgrim game. Yeah. And how, you, I mean, if you don't have it downloaded to an, uh, one of your devices right now, you can't play it. Something um, I
1: check. If I ever pick up an Xbox 360 or a PS3 um, mm-hmm. from pawn shops, thrift shops, whatever, if yeah. I ever pick one up, I always check the hard drive first, because if it's got Scott Pilgrim on it... Yeah. Dude, a PS3 with Scott Pilgrim on it will go for $300 on eBay. It's crazy. Because people want that game. It's I should st-
0: check my PS3 and see if I've got it on there. You should. I have I a demo think...
1: of it on my 360, but I never actually bought mm. the official game on my 360.
0: I did buy the game, but I I don't I don't recall if I still have it on there. You, anyway. D- anyway, yeah. So we're coming up to the uh, 10th anniversary of the uh, comic book Scott Pilgrim. Yep. Uh, it concluded in July 2010, so I guess we passed the 10th anniversary. Uh, it received film and video game adaptation shortly afterward uh the movie's out there you can get it anywhere uh but right. the game is considered a lost gem due to its delisting from digital storefronts only a few years post-release
1: and thus is the biggest negative of digital games indeed Once it's gone it's gone
0: it's gone uh you know like uh that fucking um oh i'm losing it now the uh the hideo kojima horror game uh, pt oh yeah yeah uh, anyway, now on the 10th anniversary, the conversation about how to bring Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game, back to its fans is only getting hotter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Brian Lee O'Malley, who wrote the comic originally, uh, he, he's brought this up and he said, uh, for years I've been saying if Ubisoft, Ubisoft ever puts the game out again, I'll be as surprised as you. Uh, he wrote on Twitter tagging Ubisoft's official Twitter account. I keep asking around and ubisoft hasn't contacted me or anyone who worked on the game in any capacity if the scott Pilgr- pilgrim game does get re-released and none of us are involved how messed up is that it's messed up agreed yeah. so
1: brian lee uh, brian lee o'malley's twitter by the way is very entertaining is it and he's a great writer his books are spectacular the fucking game should be out it should be out there for us in physical format mm-hmm. this is almost like a psa come on like limited run games what were you even created for well like, i mean this is the game that you could do
0: there's more so he's he claimed that he scott pilgrim publisher oni press and video game boutique i am 8-bit have long discussed the possibilities of a physical edition should a re-release ever happened after four years however ubisoft has yet to respond to any of their efforts at communication
1: I'm getting angrier. As this podcast is going on, I'm actually getting furious right now. Well, so there better be some, some, at least, semblance of good news. Josh, I
0: have maybe light here for you. A, 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 sp- a little a, a sliver of light. At the end of the tunnel. Uh, we're recording this right now on August 13th, Thursday, at 9.44 p.m.
1: Thursday the
0: 13th. Uh, three and a half hours ago, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley tweeted, P.S. Ubisoft has reached out to me.
1: Holy balls.
0: And that's all he said.
1: Well, that's exciting.
0: Yeah, so there you go.
1: There you go. There's uh, there's a semblance of excitement. Uh, that game, honest to God, if that was a physical release for the Switch, that's a day one purchase for me. That mm-hmm. is ex- excellent. That is a very cool game. and a very. I love the soundtrack from Anamanaguchi. Mm.
0: Hell yeah. I, I hope, uh, I mean, he mentioned uh, I Am 8-Bit. Never been a fan of that company. Um, well, if it's a direct
1: port, then I think we're in an okay yeah. condition. If it's just another, well, what is I am the eight bit? What have they done? It,
0: it's basically, uh, it's just like limited run games. It's kind of the oh, same. It's kind of the oh, same thing. Okay. They put out like uh, vinyl soundtracks and stuff like that. Um, I've never had much luck with them, oh. so I would much rather uh, it go through like limited run or fan gamer or something like that but if it comes out it comes out you know ubisoft
1: themselves could do a physical release for the switch i mean the switch is kind of made for those kind of games there's so many retro themed games that come out on physical format that people feel good about paying 39.99 or whatever it is for a game Mm -hmm. on the switch because you get the cool little case you maybe get an instruction manual like with like shovel knight and stuff like that how they put all that extra effort into that
0: yeah yeah. Um, so here's kind of the biggest news of the week. There's not a lot of news going on this week. I'm just going to get that out there right now. A lot of rumors. Uh, a lot uh, of cancellations. Yeah, uh, but uh, the biggest news, and admittedly something that doesn't really affect me, but it probably affects my kids, your kids, and all the kids is it of, Fortnite? of people who are listening to this. It is God indeed damn. Fortnite. God damn it. Uh, so Epic Games uh, released its own direct payment method for Fortnite on Android and uh, Apple mobile devices uh, earlier this morning, Thursday mm-hmm. morning. And of course, Apple's like, fuck you, yeah. and removed Fortnite from the, the App Store. I heard about that. Yep, uh, in response, Epic has filed a legal injunction against Apple. So uh, to give a rundown, all games on the App Store are required to use Apple's payment system for any in-game purchases, including, until this morning, buying Fortnite, Fortnite's in-game V-Bucks currency. Yep which can be spent on skins, items, and other bullshit that the kids play with in Fortnite. Epic has long complained that Apple's requirement, which results in a 30% cut of all payments going to Apple, is unfair. This morning, (laughs) Epic started selling V-Bucks in the mobile version of Fortnite at a discount via a new option to buy directly from Epic. This this violated uh, Apple's rules and resulted in Apple kicking Fortnite out of the store. So there's no doubt that Epic knew this would happen as they had the lawsuit uh, ready immediately, uh, yeah. a commercial ready immediately, <laughs> and a pre-planned social media hashtag all ready to go to complain about Apple as soon as it happened. Bad bad Apple? Uh, is it, is, uh, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> uh, so I was on a... Min- uh, it's called free, hashtag free Fortnite. Free Fortnite, oh my God.
1: Yeah, uh, so I was on a mini road trip tonight with my kids uh-huh. who, by the way, when the drive started, my youngest, well, my... my middle one of my middle kids yeah. they said that Fortnite's no longer cool and the beginning of the conversation yeah. and by the end of it it was all about Fortnite and apple and yeah. apparently there's a ton of parodies out there of something called hashtag bad apple <laughs> nice. and it's about making fun of apple as well as
0: i mean there's there there's more to this story uh that just before i came here uh we'll get to that in a moment oh my lord uh there may there may have to be a new hashtag Oh uh, but I'll, I'll finish this. So while iOS players can currently still play Fortnite, the removal of removal from the store will probably affect their ability to play the game once the new season begins later this month. So any updates gone, yeah. right? Wow. Um, uh, just before coming over here, uh, Google also removed Fortnite from the Google Play Store. What? So there's gonna to have to be bad Apple Google or bad what? Google Apple. Yeah, because they did the same thing. They did it uh, on the on Android stores as well. So, wow. So what now, Epic?
1: What happens if you already have the games though?
0: If you have the like like I said, so it you can play it now, but once it updates, you're screwed. Oh snap! Yeah. Whoa. So uh, you know all you little punk ass kids out there uh, can play it on your uh, mobile devices until the update. So I feel like uh, Epic kind of overplayed their hand here. Maybe uh, because if now Google's pulling it too, dude. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Epic? Well, I if mean, you it, still got
1: consoles. I mean, yeah, you're still Sony and Microsoft and Switch. Yeah, and the thing is, and like, PC.
0: and the th- well, that's the thing is, is just like the Amazon store. Uh, you know, for for uh, like Amazon stuff, if you don't want to, like, if if I want to buy like a Kindle book, yep, I can't do it on the Kindle app, right? I have to go on my PC oh, sure, or whatever, yeah. and and buy a fucking kindle book because yep. that's just how it works right and that's how it's been if 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 people don't want to buy through the app store, whatever, they can buy it straight from Epic and it'll work on their account. Like there's, there are workarounds for this. Now, granted the easiest way for kids who are only playing on their iOS device or Android device is obviously just going to be hitting the button on the, on their phone. It's not going to be going to dad's PC and buying, you know, their V bucks or whatever the hell it is that they buy, but there are workarounds. So and I also get why, Google and Apple do this because they don't. They want to keep things secure, right? So they don't want payment going through, you know, Johnny Dipshit's indie game development studio, right? They want.
1: And, uh, if, if they allow it for Fortnite, that yeah. will just open a floodgate of other games that are popular on their devices, exactly. and it's going to be this norm. And they mm-hmm. don't want that to be. They want to be able to be in control of it. Now, it if makes you sense now if devices. you but
0: if you want to take issue with the thirty percent cut that Apple and Google take, that that's an argument you yeah. know you can be like no
1: there should be yeah there could be an argument you there.
0: can be like okay that's an exorbitant amount that's 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 too high yeah. and but you know until then what are you going to do about it suck it up oh, tr- N-
1: nintendo never took the uh creators of bible adventures to, to, to court so maybe this this is a similar situation
0: all right man so uh it is <laughs> <laughs> it's not a similar no situation. it totally is. It should like, be all right next story <laughs> <laughs> tengen let's talk about tengen <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So we don't. That's that's all the, I mean, I've got another news thing. It's, I don't know. I, I was I was scraping the barrel for news this week, man. GDC twenty twenty one is going to be, uh, like a hybrid physical virtual event. So I mean, you know, and that that's next July. That's next July. That's, that's next scary. July. Um. So they're planning ahead. So yes. I, I what did you say? Gdq. GDC. Oh, okay. Uh, Game Developers Conference. Um. Gotcha. So I mean, that was like. Like I said, I'm scraping the barrel on news this week, so, yeah, you know, no, whatever. If you're planning sense. on going to GDC, you know, uh, don't book your flight yet. Yeah,
1: yeah, true. Yeah, I am have had uh, discussions recently um, on Twitter and mm-hmm. a few other places um, about conventions and stuff and how much we're missing this year and how it's been so long since i've been to one and yeah it's just seeing hearing that now in july of 2021 talking about doing a hybrid yeah um i hope that means that they're preparing for the future and just in case yeah i hope they also i hope as a as a world we're Mm. able to do conventions again
0: yeah wear a mask assholes yeah exactly (laughs) that's all for our news it's time for the new releases Releases. new releases this week josh i'm excited all right what do you think of microsoft flight simulator
1: damn is uh, not like a
0: 12 disc thing that they got coming out it like it's something it crazy several
1: yeah. diskettes r- r- insert diskette number two
0: mm-hmm yeah uh mortal shell for ps4 and xbox <clears throat> and pc i don't know man tubular <laughs> pathfinder kingmaker nice for ps4 and xbox
1: that's exciting i wonder if that's what is that kind of what kind of game is that is it a hack and slash or? oh shit i don't know Let's, sorry I we got have nothing
0: asked. but time but pathfinder can you hear me you guys hear me typing this up tippity 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 uh it is a uh it is an isometric party-based computer rpg set Damn. in the pathfinder fantasy series
1: Ooh, that's exciting. There you go. Is that like an online thing you can play with friends? Like roll twenty or something? Boy, that sounds
0: like it would I be fun, know, too. Man. Right up your nerdy alley, Maybe right here. Up my nerdy ass alley. Uh Rogue Legacy Two. Oh, fucking another roguelike, I assume. Okay. But Yeah. Uh Josh's pick of the week. <laughs> it's here. Is it Battletoads? It's fucking Battletoads. Oh, dude. Yeah. Xbox I, okay. One and PC. So
1: I I definitely dislike the art stuff. Yeah, yeah. I definitely dislike a lot about it yeah however i will be purchasing it and i will be playing it day one
0: uh-huh um, because... all right so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk this will be our game spotlight next week
1: <laughs> oh it very well may. yeah who knows um i, I don't know there, there's a ton of like callbacks fan service to the music mm-hmm. um there are definitely some Mega Man esque platforming style things that look very difficult um i'm kind of hoping it's not like uh i don't know uh cuphead levels of difficulty yeah if it is that would suck because cuphead i think is furious like it makes me just absolutely rage quit every time yeah, yeah. um but i think it looks decent like okay so the who's the empress or whatever the main villain in the battletoad series Jesus, man that's lore that i don't sorry know. <laughs> I, I think she looks terrible and the uh, storyline is that they have to team up with her to beat some new bad guy whatever i'm not All really right. i don't know i don't care mm-hmm. i'm gonna try it i'm gonna it looks somewhat enjoyable. I was really worried up until about two weeks ago. I saw the trailer once. I thought, oh my God, this is terrible. And then I watched it a couple more times and they do like leak a little bit of gameplay footage. Yeah. It might be okay.
0: All right, we'll find out next week. Josh, it might be okay. Josh is going to give you his full rundown. Oh shit, what day is this release? That's a week from today. This is August 20th. <laughs>
1: Great. So I just got to play Battletoads all day, August 20th, yep. and then report back to you.
0: Yeah, because we generally record on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, so. we do. Shit, uh, we, well, that... I mean, we, we might be able to do a Friday afternoon. We've been trying to do that. We've been
1: trying to do that. That's a thing.
0: Grief Helm for the PC. I don't know. Some sort of tactical game. Good
1: grief. <clears throat>
0: Helm. Pastel, Blind Karma for PC. I don't know. And here's one. I mean, Aokana, Four Rhythms Across the Blue for PS4 and Switch? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's look that up. That's that that Four rhythms
1: nice. across the blue?
0: Sure. Sounds like an anime. Uh, you're in a world where flying through the sky is as simple as riding a bicycle. Is it like Journey? Is it artistic? Uh, it looks very anime. well, huh. oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. It sounds movie, like an anime. Very but. anime, yep. Uh, it, it's <laughs> based on an a, Japanese adult visual novel. Oh, there you go. Sensual. Uh, new Super Lucky's Tale. PS4 and hey. Xbox.
1: Not Switch though.
0: Uh, no, not according to this. What a son of a bitch! Wait, that's on PS4. Apparently.
1: Wow, that's crazy. I thought that was produced by Microsoft.
0: Man, I don't know. You're gonna make me look this up too. No, I, it's fine, okay.
1: Right? So I bought new. I, I bought Lucky's Tale for yeah. my eight-year-old, and he quite enjoyed it. He played through it after he played through Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. And he told me it was just as good as Luigi's Mansion. Now, okay, eight-year-old perspective, <laughs> yeah. I get it. Is it as good? Was <laughs> was uh, you know was Shadow of the Ninja as good as Shatterhand? I, 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 sure. I'm going to say I'm to say no. <laughs> was, <laughs> I don't know. Was it as what? good as Batman? Who knows? But I mean, <laughs> when I was a kid, they seemed just as good as each other. I
0: mean, uh, so Lucky's Tale. It looks like what uh, the original Conquer game used yeah, to, was supposed it, it, to be, right? It's very
1: much so, but E for everyone. Very yeah. cute
0: You know, before they, before Conquer got all yes, badass, right? Because there wasn't
1: a GBA Conquer's game that was very E for everyone. Well, it
0: was, it was originally like before Conquer's Bad Fur Day came out. It was supposed to be like a cutesy Conquer's yep. adventure kind of thing. Yep. But then they're like. No, let's make them pee on stuff and yep. flip people off. And uh, anyway, uh, the final game coming out that uh, uh, that we're going to talk about is, I mean, I know you like to hit the driving range. Uh, you're a big golfer. You like wearing plaid pants. Uh, you had an ascot here on when I when I, I did. got here.
1: It's true, I did. actually, <laughs> honest to God, had an ascot on on accident.
0: Yeah. Uh, n- no pipe, but just an ascot. <laughs> uh, PGA Tour 2K21 for all consoles, including Stadia. So oh you know goodness. how I like to call out the Stadia.
1: The only golf game I enjoy is on the Neo Geo.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, man. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little aside here where. Um, I've been, I, I've been playing, um, Samurai Showdown 5 special. Nice. Uh, I'm no good at it. It's,
1: uh, it's weird. It is weird, man. It's weird. It, it's
0: weird. I was, I was expecting or hoping for a more deliberate, slow paced thing. And so I started playing against the, you know, the AI Mm-hmm. And she just starts jumping at me like we're playing Street Fighter or something. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought we we're samurais, and yeah, you yeah. know, we're gonna be like staring each other down. And Samurai Showdown
1: was a different beast, for <clears throat> yeah. sure. So in five, it kind of. So I enjoyed five. I yeah. remember playing it on. So I'm sorry, I emulated it on Mame back yeah. in the day. Mamie and um, I remember first time playing it. It just felt too sped up, which is stupid because yeah. you want games to be fast. I get it. You want yeah. a game to feel like you can kick off a an eight hit combo in under five seconds. Like fine. Right. Samurai Showdown was like you said deliberate, like slow, methodical. Uh-huh. Like some of the characters are like almost tiptoeing. Yeah, and that's what it, I was it, wanting like a it to be. Pace across the screen. It's like hack yeah. slash,
0: block sh- block, and then stare at each other yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but but five when I booted it up the other uh, yesterday. I was just like, man, this is like, slow down, guys. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's neither here One nor there. One, two are spectacular. Yeah. Three,
1: four, and five, uh, a little different.
0: That's neither here nor there. Let's talk about Josh's game spotlight of the week. Uh, we're gonna talk about. Are we talking about the Star Star Fox franchise?
1: Well, I think so. We can talk about the true Star Fox tragedy of the series. Or we can just talk about Star Fox, the original, on the Super Nintendo, which I still feel is the best game in the series.
0: Probably. All right, let's do it.
1: So, yes, Game Spotlight. Star Fox as mm-hmm. a whole, the series, and, and and I only am mentioning this and saying, hey, let's talk about Star Fox because I tried recently to play the Wii U game. Oh, um what? yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I Star bought it. Fox I bought it day one because Platinum
0: was involved.
1: Yeah, well, Star Fox Zero and Star Fox Guard, you got two Star Fox games. Yep. For the price of one, for sixty yeah. bucks, yep.
0: and. I never played Guard, I don't think.
1: Guard's not bad. It's a tower defense game. It's got yeah. some strategy involved. It's a fucking way better game than Zero. Like it's, Zero is terrible. It's, it's a competent game. Yeah. Zero itself has the potential. Mm-hmm. If you had the options to be able to go into the options and switch it to regular Star Fox mode, yeah. um, it could be a good game. Yep. Um, but that's the thing. is a series as a whole... Like I think the last great Star Fox game was actually Star Fox Adventures, which just so happens to also be the last great rare game.
0: Yeah, that was GameCube, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah,
1: it was a mostly a platformer uh, adventure game that they called Dinosaur Planet Forever. Yeah, yeah. It was in production for and then, like and then five they, years, and they're like, "Hey, and let's slap the furry Fla- Star Fox characters Fox in Fox McCloud in this, and Rare's like, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> we can do that." Yeah i never um, played and it we're gonna sell you to microsoft
0: <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for that one yeah
1: um no uh okay so the original star fox in the super nintendo um i think a lot of people i think it's a split uh community on which one they think is the best star fox some people in the 16-bit era will say star fox on the super nintendo because of how revolutionary it was in yeah. the 16-bit era it was stuff that we had not seen on an, an actual cartridge outside of like the sega cd and then when they did Virtua Racing on the Sega Genesis quite a bit later.
0: Hey, don't forget Cybermorph. <laughs>
1: yeah, I said 16-bit. Oh, 16-bit, I, I sorry about that. did the math. Yeah, yeah, you did the math, You did the math. I wasn't yeah. talking about that 16-bit um, era.
0: I, I, I never played the original until several years later. I'm I, and, I, and probably not until, like, Five years ago, because I just couldn't wow. be—I couldn't be bothered with it. I just—it just would never interest in me.
1: I, I, I know several people in the circle of gamer friends that I have that constantly say Star Fox sixty four is by far the better game.
0: Yep, I've got uh, Mo. Mo believes that. Uh, Mo Balls. is a big uh, fan of Star Fox sixty four. Master
1: Dan, he thinks it's one of the best games ever. One of my best best friends, Bo, he thinks it's one of the best games ever created. And it came out
0: on three DS as well. And I thought
1: it was garbage. Like I thought it was <laughs> full of fog. It. Is, the thing oh, on the N sixty four. Fog. Fog. Agreed. Fog comes in the dev. Kit, man, uh, you open yeah. a dev, you open the
0: box <laughs> of the dev kit, just, and fucking fog, fog pops out. out. Yeah,
1: I love that. No, but for real, I, I thought that what I wanted to see was Star Fox kind of kind of pushed the limits of the console. Mm-hmm. It did that for the Super Nintendo. It introduced Whoa, a completely yeah. different, new uh, way of looking at polygons. It was just a game that completely blew my mind. Yeah. Star Fox 64 and the N64 looked like an average N64 game, mm-hmm. just like all the other bullshit. It hey, but it like, had Rumble,
0: y'all. Oh, yeah,
1: the Rumble <laughs> feature. Yeah, I guess that's true. It did have that. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, what came after it was several lackluster, pretty boring Star Fox games. I mean, there was Assault. There was Dinosaur Adventure Dinosaurs. Um, There was a terrible Wii U game. There was not a Wii Star Fox game.
0: You're right. Yeah. Um, we
1: did get a Star Fox game on the DS, actually, two, like a DS and the 3DS. I guess Star Fox 64 3D came out on the mm-hmm. 3DS. Um, and then, you know, the Wii U version. But then the most recent Star Fox game, which kind of writes the ship a little bit, is actually the release of the unreleased previously star fox 2 on the super nintendo classic Mm -hmm. which is also available on the switch i believe if you have the nintendo online account i think you're right yep so it's 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 bizarre my story on the original star fox was i was working i had a job i was shearing christmas trees and that's how i got my very first game cons cons
0: (laughs) badger (laughs) Yes, Badger <laughs> yeah, that's where everybody yeah. worked at some point. I never did, but I did. Jesus, that was that was like a rite of passage. I was making town. 150
1: bucks a week people for a ke- summer between uh, uh, my sophomore and junior years of high school. So people like kept
0: it. telling me, man, like a bunch of my friends are like, man, you got to come work at Badger next summer, man. <laughs> I'm like, shit, man, that sounds like work.
1: Oh, it was hell. Yeah. It was awesome, though. Uh, yeah, I got my Turbo Duo that way. I, I got yeah. a whole bunch of TurboGrafx stuff, but I do recall pushing myself very hard to continue working through the rest of the summer because I wanted to try this Star Fox game.
0: Yeah.
1: And man, when I used my own money, my own earnings to buy Star Fox, it was one of the coolest experiences ever because it was seeing something that I never thought I'd ever see in the 16-bit era. Yeah. Cuz Nintendo constantly said like we will be doing these kind of graphics that you see in the 3DO and the Atari Jaguar on Super Nintendo until, you know, don't jump to the next console until yeah. we're ready to jump. Like Yeah. And I believed them and I was like totally into it. I had the TurboGrafx, on had my Super Nintendo all the way until I finally got a Saturn in like 96 or 97. So yeah. I stuck with it and man, Star Fox just blew my mind. The different paths you could take, the gameplay elements, the, width, the just everything about it. It was like, it was so different. It was like, I love shoot-em-ups yeah. and it added so much more strategy to it. And it had that Nintendo feel to it where it's like the bosses um had a very epic feel to it the first level like the very first level the very first boss that you fight it's just like you know by the end of that level that you're playing with something that's very 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 um put together right and put together very well plus you
0: got slippy the toad
1: and you got slippy the toad shouting (laughs) do a barrel roll um but i just thought it was so cool and and i think that because I fell in love with that game so much that I, I feel like I was disappointed slightly more and more and more with every release after that. Yeah. And when I finally did play N64's um, Nintendo 64's, Star Fox 64, it just felt like another lackluster, you know, N64 game. The fog bugged me. Um, the music was not better. I thought the music in the Super Nintendo ver- version was more memorable and had just a better music. I think the music from that game is constantly what I hear on like... Um, when people are doing remixes and stuff in yeah. game music. People talk about the Super Nintendo game versus the N sixty four game. The N sixty four has nothing memorable in it. I yeah. can't think of any music from that.
0: I, I mean I wouldn't know. I've I've never played it. i just not
1: I, an you're not a Star Fox fan at all. Not it's at just all. Just I've like, got
0: I've got I think I have the three D S version. Downloaded because I got it for free from like Club Nintendo or something. Okay, but I, I, I've never Fox even 64, Star Fox sixty four. Star Fox sixty four. I've yeah, never even t- bothered booting it up. It's not. Yeah.
1: I, there are people that would argue it. Um, I think the memories I have of Star Fox sixty four is my best friend Matt. Um, one of my best friends from high school. He bought it right away, and I was so excited to come over and hang out and play it. And there's like a four-player versus mode um, that split screen, kind of like GoldenEye style, yeah. and the graphics look so bad. And there's even more fog. I was that gonna way.
0: say they give you extra fog.
1: The arena that you fight in are just boring, and you're just flying in one direction. And I don't know, man. And then every game that came after it, they just failed to repeat the. Formula. It's yeah. like the formula was made in the original game. It's like, imagine James Bond. If they made yeah. 10 James Bond movies and the only one that felt like a James Bond movie was the first one. <laughs> yeah. And then everything else was the fucking uh, just terrible movie. ever yeah, like, yeah. I just... uh, every,
0: <laughs> Everything else was a Timothy Dalton movie.
1: Well, it was the one that only did one movie? It was uh,
0: uh that that was uh that was uh, George Lazenby. Yes, Lazenby. Imagine
1: if <laughs> and nine Lazenby movies came after one. I for, like
0: that movie though. her <laughs> you know, Majesty's bad, Secret Service, it's, it's a big, a, that's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not it's no freaking uh uh license to kill. What, do, um, what's the,
1: what's, there's was the some goofy lines in that Lazenby movie though? Was yeah, there, there like are, a, there I don't are. remember what what uh, when you had the chicken or something crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to watch it now. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I love me some Lazenby. All right. Anyway. All right. Star so, Fox. Star Fox. There it is. That's my There thoughts. it is. That, the first are, one's the only fucking good
1: one. Those are Josh's Sorry.
0: thoughts on uh, Star Fox. Well, you said you like two.
1: Two is great. Two yeah. is very good because it's like the first one, but yeah. it, it, it gives you an open world where you have an open map and you can kind of... Give yourself direction now, now to be honest though i have played Star Fox 2 prior in the betas that were available yeah, online, like online and, like, yeah. and stuff like snes 9x or yeah. uh, z snes i think it was nice so i got to play them that way yeah. a long time ago but this one is a much more polished version that's been out that was been out for three years now on the super nintendo classic or on nintendo online which all you right. should check out either way i mean it's it's a good game
0: all right man time for the last question Okay. You know what's awesome is how we get to the last question, and I always realize I forgot to think of a last question. Oh, my God. So uh, I'm just looking at things that we talked about. We talked about Super Lucky's Tale and how it was kind of like Conker uh, before Conquer went all badass. Mm-hmm. Um, name a canceled game that most disappointed you. Like, the mo- the most disappointed you've ever been by a game being canceled.
1: I don't know about most disappointed ever. Um, I'm sure there's something out there. Probably, honest to God, it was probably Batman on the PC Engine because they had screenshots of a side-scrolling, huh. awesome-looking Sunsoft game. Yeah, not and then, the
0: over-the-top maze one that came out yes, on PC and Engine. and I
1: believe what the story is is that NEC pressured them to hurry up and get it done. So they're like, fuck you, we'll make a Bummer Man game then, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's boring. It's it, it's yeah. fine. Some people love it. I yeah whatever i wanted right. a side-scrolling batman game that's like the genesis and the nintendo guy yeah um but more recently than that when the xbox one was being pu- pushed hardcore and they're like all these awesome games are coming yeah. they promised in a teaser trailer a phantom dust 2
0: oh yeah yeah and they
1: were like what i i literally was watching it at work when our managers were not around it was on a break of course <laughs> of I course wouldn't dare watch video game trailers during why would you um, but uh, they were like here's here's 10 new games coming out for the Xbox yeah. One and as soon as the trailer started and as soon as one of the bad guys was like holding a card in his hand and he was like flicking it towards each other I looked at my two guys two co-workers that were standing next to me and I said I bet this is Phantom Dust 2 and I'm fucking excited <laughs> yeah, yeah. holy shit this will make me buy an Xbox One and they were like what's Phantom Dust and I'm like yeah. shut up how do you not know what this is of course this obscure little Japanese game Yeah. Um, and then at the end it said Phantom Dust 2 and I was like yeah. oh my god that's it now I'm gonna buy an Xbox One and I did and, and it never, came never out. never happened? Yeah. Never came out. Never
0: came out. All right, man. Good answer. Good yes, answer. Man. So that's it for this week. Uh, you can find more at mojomenace.com where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. The top right of that forum's homepage, you'll find a little link to our Discord chat where we've always got stuff going on. You can also go to youtube.com slash menace where we have things like the Mojo Show, which Klaus and I put out. Uh, it, it, so I'm going to I'm gonna take a little sidebar here. Mojo Show had been coming out every other Friday, um, just because Klaus and I wanted a consistent schedule to make sure that we were keeping at it. It was like a discipline thing. But then we realized, you know, that kind of uh, doesn't help us, because by the time we were able to put this episode out, it happened two weeks ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're not able to yep. do timely shit. So we're going to start doing stuff kind of whenever we want. But, you know, we'll still be disciplined about it. We've got a bunch in the bank. We'll we'll, we'll make it happen. Anyway, YouTube.com slash Mojo Menace uh, on the uh, social media channels. You can find us everywhere at Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you?
1: Yeah, uh, if you'd like to continue the Battletoads slash Phantom Dust conversation with me, um, you can always find me on uh, Twitter at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. And I should add, too, that Discord channel of yours is mm-hmm. very good. It's very entertaining. A lot of good conversations in there. And just uh, just this last week, I posted a 22-hour audiobook of all of the complete H.B. Lovecraft. Boom. So if you'd like to sit for... Have something in the background while you're working or working out or studying. Yeah. It's good background noise for 22 plus hours.
0: Our motto there is be smarter, don't be a dick. Mm -hmm. So there you go. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye.